0: Welcome into Pickaxe and Roll, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Ryan Blackburn at NBA Blackburn on Twitter. It is Thursday night as I am recording this uh, following a nice little social meeting that we just had about the goings of Denver Stiffs. Uh, my friend Jenna Garcia and I are doing some excellent things on the Denver Stiffs side of things and we are excited to share those things with you guys eventually. But for now, let me just introduce her, the social media director of Denver Stiffs, Jenna Garcia at vida viva diva on Twitter. Jenna, how are you, ma'am?
1: I am so awesome, Ryan, because basketball is around the corner. I don't I'm not going to be stuck with just football to watch. I'm going to get to watch the Nuggets play preseason. I'm so hyped for the season, Ryan. I don't know if you've been listening to all these guys talk, but they sound like they're on a mission, and I'm super hyped for it.
0: It's it's really funny to hear media day and and for us it really was media week, uh that that turned into quite an ordeal, yeah. but uh Indeed. it's it's just it's really funny to hear these guys and how excited they are and just everybody around the league is just going to have the best season ever. But with the nuggets, it feels super genuine. Like for whatever reason, these guys are just so pumped to get into this thing. And there's just a lot to, to be excited about. And Bones Highland is one of those guys. Will Barton is one of those guys. Uh, did you have a favorite interview from media week?
1: Oh God. Um, that's really hard, but I do want to say too, like what you said about, Every team being excited is so true, but like, I feel like the nuggets it's like even different because like the Sixers are probably excited, right? Like, of course, everything's great over there, even though it's not, (laughs) Uh, we all know it's not, it's like, (laughs) they're on fire over there. They're burning down. Um, you know, but every team always is really optimistic during media day, but I don't think that that's what's like stood out to me about the nuggets with the nuggets are not just optimistic about the season it, it, they it, they haven't even really spoken in in terms of optimism i would say i i feel like they are like dead set on a mission they feel like they have unfinished business they feel like they when they're 100% healthy they can be a championship level team and I would say that since I've quoted Will Barton about three times in my hype right now, um, probably his interview was my favorite, but I really, 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 really love Aaron Gordon. Like his answers to some of the questions that were asked of him and his just like, he he speaks very, very different than I thought he, he would. He's like not very, very, he doesn't show very much emotion he's more like even keel and he's really insightful like he talked about how like, he doesn't just um this isn't just a monetary like achievement for him you know getting to right. s- extend with the nuggets it's working together as a team to achieve a championship that that motivates him more than anything. i just thought that he was really insightful and um yeah, he's definitely my favorite right now.
0: Gordon is so interesting. And, and Nuggets fans, I hope that you get on the Gordon train because we're, we're going to talk about him in this first segment, but it seems like a lot of Nuggets are on the Aaron Gordon train as well. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned Will Barton. He's definitely my favorite as well From in terms of like the media hype and, and being excited about the season. Uh, he was just bringing the energy as much as he ever does. And Nuggets fans, they they kind of have a window into it, but when we're in the locker room with those guys, and it's been a while, but when we were in the locker room, uh, Will Barton, uh, Preacher Thrill, he was just absolutely holding court at the end of the night where you either needed somebody to kind of give you the insight or somebody to provide the emotion. And he did both on a consistent basis and has continued to do that throughout his entire career. So it is exciting to hear from Will. Uh, It's exciting to hear that he feels like he's in the best shape that he's been in a long time. And it's clear that the rest of the team feels that way as well, or at least Michael Malone shared it that way. Uh, I'm really excited about things. And we are going to get into kind of the news and notes of training camp now, just in this first segment. Second segment, everybody stick around going to do some nuggets superlatives going to have a lot of fun with that jenna and i we get to go back and forth on a lot of these things it's always it's always fun to to go back and forth with jenna on uh on some of these kind of opinionated topics here but uh let's get into kind of the news and notes uh first congratulations to nicola and natalia Jokic uh for having a baby girl very cool uh we're yeah. we're really excited for so you guys exciting. Uh, to the entire Jokic family, congratulations. Jenna, do you know if they uh, if they have a baby name yet?
1: I haven't seen a baby name. Um, Neither
2: I've
1: have seen I. A few, I've seen a few posts, um, especially, you know, look for the ones from Serbia. Those are the ones to trust. But um, haven't seen a baby name, but it's a girl. Um, and really excited for them. They're the cutest couple in the NBA, hands down. My vote goes to Natalia and the Joker because um, they're just super cute and like have been together forever. But the news that really killed me, Ryan, is and you just said, oh, Will Barton's in the best shape of his life and bro rolled his ankle today right it
0: was today know. after practice it was uh it was yesterday after practice they they mentioned it again today uh said that it wasn't that serious said that the swelling went down sounds like he really avoided something that was big uh that that could have really derailed him but it was kind of a scary thing and i and i understand if people are a little bit uh are a little bit uneasy about man will will was just getting to the best shape of his life and immediately uh, an ankle is rolled
2: yeah,
1: that's got to be discouraging for him, you know, more than anything, like to be so excited during media day and everything and him his, have to have to deal with it right off the bat, you know, but if anyone is tough enough to get through another injury, it's Will for sure. Um, I think he has proven that and he continues to kind of work even harder every time he gets injured. So hopefully it doesn't affect him too long term, but luckily we have a little bit of time still
0: what i will say about it and and i had a lot of people that were worried and and were saying oh man the, the nuggets shouldn't have free signed will because he's just going to get hurt again Rolling your ankle in the second practice of training camp is not a bad thing like it it just happens to everybody like you've played basketball jenna you understand how this thing goes rolling an ankle when you just <laughs> get kind of like it's it's pretty common isn't it
1: i never have ever rolled my
0: ankle right wow really yes i did it all the time maybe it's because i'm uncoordinated as hell but i (laughs) i did it all the time in my my last year of playing when i was in eighth grade
1: no you know okay so technically yes has my ankle rolled and to the side like have i like stepped wrong or i stepped on the edge caught somebody's foot yeah absolutely uh that does happen to everyone but I've never actually injured my ankle on a roll. Like it's never swollen up. I don't, I have pretty double jointed joints all around. So it actually like has never affected me, but it is pretty common to just like constantly step on other people's feet. And, um, in the NBA, their feet are much bigger than the girls I played with.
0: Yeah, I, I could imagine. Like that's uh yeah. that's probably a pretty massive difference in all honesty. Uh than the girls and these...
1: guys I probably played with.
0: <laughs> yeah, like these guys are six five, six nine, six six seventeen if you're Bobon Marjanovic. Uh oh my yeah,
2: gosh.
0: it it just sounds like it sounds like the Nuggets avoided the worst with this, but do you think that the Nuggets could survive like the beginning part of the year without Murray and Barton? Like they they've shown that they can do it at the end of last year but sort of start doing like at the start of the year that seems uh seems like a pretty tall order
1: yeah I think it would probably be not the most it wouldn't be their easiest path to the start of the season right um yeah Will's a veteran on this team he he's acting like a veteran I don't know if you could tell kind of the difference if you know what I mean Ryan just from just watching his one media day uh interview but I felt like he just not that he wasn't ever insightful before or whatever but just the way he spoke about is energy and uh, he just seems more like a like an older wiser Will to me I suppose but it
0: would be
1: me. the launch choice right that will would be there.
0: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, of course. Like uh, Barton did say that he was in year 10, right? Like where he's uh, he's, he's probably just reached that milestone where it feels a little bit different this time around where you're, you've, you've been in the league now for 10 seasons. This is, this is his 10th and, that has to be it has to feel pretty good. It probably is a weight on on Will's shoulders where you you kind of just relax a little bit and think, hey, I've definitely arrived. Like I, I'm a pro athlete, but not only am I a pro athlete, I've been doing this for a decade. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And not only is he a pro athlete who's been doing it for a decade, but he's getting paid more than Nikola Jokic this year. So he's getting paid more than the NBA MVP this season.
0: Wait wait, 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 wait. Where are you getting that from? Because I, I don't think that's true, is it? On basketball
1: reference, if you look at just this year, right, just at this year's salary, what, however it is divided out, Nicole is making slightly less than what Will Barton will be making for this year.
0: Huh. I, interesting. I mean, I I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, I'll look yeah. it up
1: for you, okay? You can, okay. We can fact check me. I'll look it okay. up for you. I'll screen share it.
0: <laughs> let's. Yeah, Zoom. let's do that. There, Zoom there buddy. we go. We'll, we'll, we'll send it through the, we'll send it through the ether, uh, the interwebs to, uh, to our listeners yes. as well. Um, uh, moving on just a little bit here, the two guys that I think you start to hear the most positive reactions about in training camp so far are Aaron Gordon and Bones Highland. Those are the two that it just seems like they're making a large impression based off of some of the off-season work that they've done, but also kind of how they've transitioned that into training camp and are playing really well playing with confidence uh sounds like aaron gordon's jumper is really going down sounds like bones highland is just being a sponge for for monte morris doing everything that he can to to learn and and just grow as much as possible Um, are you surprised that those are the guys that that have sort of stepped up and caught everybody's eye here so far
1: um you said bones and ag yeah. Um, no, I, I mean I don't think that it's I think Bones what catches everybody is really his like zest for life, his excitement for where he is in his life and how like exciting it is to be an NBA player. He's in the freaking NBA, Ryan. Like he's super sure. stoked about it, and he's excited to be at every game practice, whatever. Um, Also, I was looking up what I said in on Basketball Reference, and I have it backwards. You're right, but only by three hundred thousand less.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yes. no, I. Uh, so that's <laughs> very nice. That's
1: why I had it mixed up. But yeah, it's like thirty mil, um, thirty million five hundred ten thousand four hundred and twenty-three for Nicola. And then 30 million two hundred and sixty-four thousand six hundred and fifteen for Wilbart.
0: I feel like that has to be that has to be over the next two years, right? Right? Says
1: it's just showing this single year. I have it selected. Contract salaries 2021, 2022 Let
0: me send you the link, bro. Oh hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Fact checking on podcasts. This is always the best content that everybody's here for. Uh <laughs> uh i am gonna pull this up but, but the, i still got it meantime. definitely wrong
1: also aaron gordon yes in the meantime uh bones i think it makes sense because of his like excitement for where he's at that he's caught everybody's eye but i also think that it sounds like maybe he's a little bit better than they predicted he was or than they thought he was but um i'm not surprised like tim conley is a Great. And his team, it does a great job drafting players. And they always seem to run into this, uh, AKA Nikola Jokic, who guess what better than they thought probably he was going to be because he's the freaking MVP now. So, um, and AG, I just think, uh, I'm not surprised either just because of the interview I got to have with his mental health coach. And it sounds like he's been really putting in some like deep work, uh, not just, this off season, but leading into it at like mentally for his mental health uh, with many years uh, leading up to this, you know? So I think he's just found the like Denver at the right time and he's very motivated and feels like, like everybody else sounds like they feel like they can genuinely win a championship. And so he's really going to, he's really kind of putting in everything to, to get to that goal because they really see that it's, kind of possible i genuinely believe it's possible because they believe it's possible and they watch each other play more than you know than we do
0: of course um aaron gordon just great vibes great vibes all the way around with it him is. it just seems like like people talked like like when, when he first got to denver and and he started talking and people were really just getting to pay attention to him for the first time the word the words california bro kind of came up a lot but I think he's more of a Denver bro. Like I think we can uh, we could we can fully adopt him into the family of of Denver uh, culture. Just because he he can uh, he could definitely vibe with the uh, with the IPAs and and going outdoors and things like that. No, he's uh, he could definitely do it. By the way, uh, the the basketball reference thing is is definitely a typo on their part. So you were right that that is what they showed. It's definitely a typo though. Like <laughs> that's an illegal contract if they uh, if they put that out there. Um and okay. they definitely they well, definitely ruined it. So, uh, you were bones. you were right and they were wrong.
1: <laughs> no, but I was wrong because I was quoting them. So True. Yeah. Get we it get right. to
0: we get to blame basketball reference on that. <laughs> um perfect. What about let's let's talk about Bones here a little bit because the I feel like he's the player I'm most excited to watch this year. And and we'll probably God. get into that in the superlatives. I really hope that he plays because all of the positivity He's that we've heard out of him, play. but he could, he definitely could. He's I not like they, gonna have play.
1: they have a need. Right. <laughs> I wish we were doing this podcast in person because I would slap some sense into you. Who is the head coach of this team?
0: Uh, that would be one. Mr. Michael Malone.
1: Have you ever seen Michael Malone play? Young guys right out the gate. In a season that matters, Malone will tell is, you every year yeah. that no, he's not stressed about the season. There's no pressure on the season. He has to tell himself that. He's trying to manifest that for himself when he says that because he is. Every game matters to him. He plays every game like it's down to the last minute, you know. And and I criticized him for even having my Jamal Murray was in that game pretty late when he tore his ACL. In a game, yes, they could potentially get the. They could have potentially tied it up, but it was kind of out of reach at that point when he
2: was when
1: that happened, and that bugs me to this day. And I, I mean, obviously Malone would not have done that. Jamal wanted to be out there. There's no shame, no blaming, no shaming. I'm not trying to say it was Malone's fault by any means, but what I'm saying is him and Jamal Murray come from the same spirit. They both play till the end of the quarter, every single quarter. You know.
0: They play hard, they try to win, they're yeah, they're they're always focused. I I totally get that. What I will what I will say though about this case is I I kind of equate it to where Michael Porter was in his rookie year, where okay, probably not playing at the start that often. Maybe they'll work him in at least a little bit, try to get him some reps here or there, where he averages about, I don't know, 14 to 18 minutes a night off the bench, and then plays like half to three-quarters of the game, something in that range. That's really what I'm hoping for from Bones. And You're
1: hoping for something that you know does not exist, Ryan. You know it <laughs> in the deepest, darkest part of your heart. You know that this doesn't happen. First of all, Bones Highland is not Michael Porter Jr. He's not ever going to be Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr., is his floor is just higher, and so is his ceiling. Like, let's be real about that, first and foremost. Second of all, uh, Mike barely ever played. Fans cheered Mike, Mike, Mike at the end of games just to get him in, and he was hushing the crowd because he didn't think Coach Malone would put him in if they heard it. Like, Malone does not play young guys. (laughs) I do – he was right. Yeah, let's see okay. Malone does not play young guys. Malone plays – sticks with the guys he trusts – I, do I think Bones will get in in the preseason? For sure. Do I think Bones, uh, if we have a bunch of injuries, absolutely. He probably will get some minutes, right? Because it'll be needed. Uh, if there's COVID protocols that end up happening, which uh, kind of have an inkling there might be, Ryan, um, then he might play, you know? But why would he ever get minutes before Zeke Naji? Why why, were, why are we even talking? I, I just don't get... I mean, Bones is funny and interesting, and he seems like an awesome guy, like genuinely hilarious friend to have. He's hilarious. Like, go watch our TikTok, everybody, on Denver Stiffs, on TikTok. Tell the story about how Bones and Chicken, uh, how Bones Highland became Bones Highland, and he got the name from a girl named Chicken.
2: So, Hell yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i if you're i do interested in more information you gotta go watch the video but you know like i just don't i don't get the hype around i'm not excited to see bones play not because i don't think he's great not because i don't think he will uh, absolutely compete in, at the nba level at some point but because the uh, my other options are Aaron gordon and jamal murray and nicola Jokic and like players i michael porter jr like i want to watch all of them way more than i want to watch bones highland out there monte morris i want to watch pj dozier like a hundred times more than i want to watch
2: bones
0: Def, definitely fair and and it will be bones time at some point maybe that's not this year it's probably not this year I, i'll definitely say that that this is a this is me kind of latching onto a guy early in the process and thinking okay this is this is something that I think Denver's going to need when when the offense gets gets kind of bogged down with that bench unit. I'm not sure whether they're going to just stick with what they have with the veterans that they have. I think that the offense may be bad enough that they start going to look for different answers. But I, I do I do fully acknowledge that 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 could be a situation where okay, yeah, Bones is probably not going to play over a guy like Austin Rivers. I think Austin Rivers has a sneaky case to be the next Tory Craig in the eyes of Mm. Nuggets fans. I think that that's a, that's a, a role that like, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. Like despite the (laughs) fact that, Hey, Torrey Craig is still good. Like he was still helpful. He was still a a quality role player that helped the Nuggets win games that Michael Malone trusted a lot more. Uh, It might be doing Austin Rivers a little bit of a disservice from an offensive perspective because Austin Rivers can actually shoot the basketball. Um, But I do think that there, there is going to be a parallel between Bones and MPJ and then Torrey Craig and Austin Rivers.
2: Okay.
0: Which kind of I
2: kind of think of Bones as his parallel as Will.
0: More yeah, just more, more from like the, the perspective of, hey, here's this young, exciting player who everybody really wants to see everybody's really hyped for. And he's not going to get to play. He's going to split time with this other player. And it's going to be tough for Nuggets fans to watch because they want the the young and exciting prospect as opposed to the, the veteran who's going to stabilize things that doesn't have as high of a ceiling.
1: Yeah. Well, Nuggets fans are still waiting on Bulbul. And I think they still care about Bulbul a lot more than they probably care about Bones. Although Bones gives them a lot more. He's a lot more fun than Bulbul. Bull, Bull never talks to us. He never tells us anything. He never, uh, he's not like willing to share with us how he got the, the name Bull, Bull, which is probably not as funny of a story, but, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not,
1: <laughs> probably not, but but you know what I mean? Like, Bull just doesn't interact with fans at all. And Bones has already come in and done that so much. And he's just, like, vibrant and full of life and joy. And he he's, seems like an awesome guy. Like, genuinely. I Like, an uplifting friend to have. I think the locker room feels really good right now, though. Um, like, it just seems like everyone really wants to be here. Like, everyone's here for all the same reasons. Um, and, like, there's no sort of, like battle i appreciate going into this uh training camp that we weren't all about like will barton are you gonna start will barton you know do you do you think you'll start you know the this battle at the three that they had last season between mpj will and who was the other one Tori?
0: that was the year before or that Uh, was the year before yeah but but there was a question of hey uh, they, they went into last year's training camp as like, hey, we've got seven starters. We think that uh, Murray, Harris, Barton, Porter, Millsap, Jermichael Green, and Nikola Jokic could all be starters for us. And that's kind of how they approached it initially. And it, it didn't ultimately pan out that way, but it, it still was Barton who ended up starting in the end.
1: Yeah, because Jermichael Green's not a starter. On any team. yeah they
0: they, they learned like, that pretty quickly but he is yeah. he's a solid role player that and that's that's something that, that they're gonna that they're true. gonna need um yeah okay good place to transition I want to get into superlatives with you but we're gonna take a break first uh, and and first I'm gonna tell everybody about DraftKings Sportsbook uh when you sign up for DraftKings make sure to use promo code MHS when you do associated with Mile High Sports of course uh, draftkings has done a great job. they're They're running their football promos right now, but as somebody who's been into basketball, as somebody who's uh, obviously into basketball, that's what I do. But there have been all of these great promos on draftkings and and some of the props that have come out on on different players and the awards that they could be winning, the point totals that they're going to get, we're getting right into the swing of things. and I'm sure that people can bet on preseason games as well. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting to see how, DraftKings continues to approach that, and they're going to be giving you great deals. I saw some great deals that they were throwing out earlier today on my phone, so make sure to check those out if you do. If you're interested in the same day, it's the same game parlays, if you're interested in the daily fantasy sports, make sure to hop on DraftKings and use promo code MHS if you do sign up. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, wages paid out of site credits, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We'll be right back on Pickaxe and Roll. back pickaxe and roll ryan blackburn here joined by jenna garcia of denver stiffs uh social media director for us we've got some exciting content that we're going to throw out there i'm i'm really excited based off of the meeting that we had jenna we've got some good some good things to roll out to the people
1: yes yes we do
0: should be great uh let us get into the superlatives for this nugget season and i just i wanted to come up with some fun topics some fun things for us to play around with to to kind of go back and forth on in terms of the uh, who is more likely to, who is the player that most represents this. Uh, And I wanted to start with, I think, a, a question that only really has two answers, maybe three. Who is the most likely player on the Denver Nuggets to score 40 points first?
2: Ooh. Ooh, Ryan, good question. (laughs) I want to pick somebody
1: like super odd or like that you wouldn't pick.
2: But
0: you might miss if you do.
2: I might hit.
0: (laughs) You might. You very well might.
1: (laughs) Damn it. I don't want to be like basic Ryan. Do not understand. It's okay. understandable. It's
0: it's a basic. Are you going to be
1: basic? Are you going to be? I
0: basic? am. I'm going to try to win.
1: <laughs> Fine. Then it's MPJ. Obviously. Ooh.
0: Okay. I don't know if it's obvious.
1: Why you're going to say Nicola?
0: I think I might.
1: Um. Let's check out the schedule here because that does play into this question a little bit. Are we including okay. preseason games?
0: No, no. And uh, if, if anybody scores 40 points in a preseason game, I will donate tickets to the season opener.
1: Okay. That, that would be awesome. That would be
0: awesome.
1: Yeah. Too bad Jamal's not, too bad Jamal's not playing.
0: (laughs) He (laughs) would be just the guy to do that. He'd be like, all right, bet, let's go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's the kind of person I like when I played um, more seriously, uh, And like pick up on a regular basis I would like take a charge During a pickup game Like it was that serious And one time I took a charge From this like football player Size of a man Um, Ow! Yeah and I just like Knocked the wind out of me And I was like uh, My friends were just like What the hell are you doing It is just a pickup game With a bunch of strangers We don't know or care about And was like it matters so much to me I don't know why (laughs) but anyways first game of the season the suns okay um then they have the spurs and Cavs at home and the jazz how many games do you need before somebody scores four do you think
0: spurs Cavs, jazz oh Cavs. man those are all mpj really games rhymes. aren't they those are all mpj really? games right there oh yeah like that to me seems like a really good the situation suns. Mm-hmm. The Suns, the Suns, maybe not. It's like, I don't think anybody scores 40 on opening night, but it would be Jokic if it did, uh, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't think it happens in the first four games. I think it's going to happen later. I think it's, it's going to be a Jokic thing. Like he's, he's going, they're going to go 500 for a little bit. And then he's going to be like, okay, let me get the ball and score. And he will get the ball and he will score. That seems like a, uh, seems like a pretty safe bet in my opinion.
1: Okay. Well, don't you forget, Ryan, uh, on the day of September 30th, Yoga had a baby girl. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, like,
0: I am going to mark down all of our off. answers. I'm going to mark down all of our answers on these. So we're going to revisit this. So. And I it's going so. to be great. I am. It's gonna I am
1: going to be MPJ. It's going to be MPJ. I think he could do it within the first. Six games, at least by the Timberwolves game. Come on.
0: Let's move on to the second one because we've got ten, we've got ten total. Who is the most likely player in the starting lineup to score zero points in a blowout win? Oh Well, he has to start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's Rude. not what you said. <laughs> Well, in the starting lineup. In like who let's let's just assume that Monte Morris is the opening night starter or point guard. Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's most likely what's going to happen. And you've got Monte, you've got Will, you've got MPJ, you've got Aaron Gordon, you've got Jokic. Who among okay. that group is the most likely?
2: Score zero? Yeah. Hmm.
0: I feel like Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think that's a good call. Why did you, Why'd you pick him?
1: Um, he's the newest player to of that of that five to this offense. And while I know like he's had a massive off season, and it sounds like he looks really good, and I'm so glad he's actually in training camp with the Nuggets. You know, this year. I think that's going to be really beneficial to his ability to just, you know, know the offense and be able to run plays for him. Um, But I think his – I feel like he just is going to settle in kind of into the season slowly and probably lean on what he does best, which is defense. And I could see him easily, like, getting a bunch of rebounds or something and playing great defense but just being more of a facilitator than a scorer.
0: Yeah, and, and one of the things that I think makes sense from a Nuggets perspective, in terms of their their offense and kind of the anatomy of a blowout, like what has to happen, we've got to play great defense. You have to focus on that, or most of the time. But when you when you blow out somebody offensively, Denver's formula has to work, and I think the formula for them is going to be a lot of back cuts. Is going to be a lot of the guards moving off ball, giving Jokic the window to to kind of do what he does normally and so Monte is more likely to kind of pick up some of those garbage points I think than Aaron Gordon is. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of how I would approach it. Hmm. I don't think it's likely that that Jokic or MPJ or even Barton goes scoreless in a in a blowout. Win. I think those guys have to perform.
1: Yeah. Well, and Aaron Gordon could still perform. You know, there's a lot. I mean, a lot. Oh, yeah. There have been other players who have gone gotten a lot of rebounds and zero points. You know, we've seen it. happen. Oh yeah,
0: and definitely. and when I say perform, I mean like the, their their scoring is the thing that that like carries them in in the performance sure. aspect. Gordon Gordon has has proved that he doesn't have to score the basketball in order to be impactful. So that's kind of sure. what I'm taking into account here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, but you know, I kind of love Aaron Gordon's like style of play. Like the I think that the Nuggets would be really a more fun team to watch if there were more uh, offensive plays for AG because like it just like his ability to cut, he's like so dynamic through the lane and then his like dunks, you know, are they're fun to watch. Like I would rather watch that than, you know, cut to the corner 3 by MPJ. 20
0: times true it's a it's a formula that denver has had uh but diversifying the offense a little bit giving everybody at least something to kind of hold on to i i like that idea and i think that that's going to happen i would prefer a blowout where everybody scores than a blowout where like Jokic and, and porter combined for 80 or something like that that just doesn't make sense to me um i mean that'd be awesome dude What are you? it would be about? cool it's like it's like okay let's <laughs> let's not <laughs> that would be not, awesome so like lady. picking and choosing between your favorite <laughs> child uh that's a that's a fair thing yeah okay moving on who is the player on the nuggets with the most to prove this year <clears throat>
2: hmm. that's pretty tough only just i guess
1: i guess i would say michael porter too um I was kind of contemplating between him and Jokic just because Jokic is reigning MVP, you know, there's sure. some pressure there to come back and dominate as well. Otherwise, you know, Oh, see, it was just one year MVP, blah, blah, blah. Whatever other people's reasons are for, you know, disagreements for what the definition of MVP is, but of a reason to contemplate whether he deserves the award. Not that Jokic cares though. That's what makes me choose because Jokic doesn't care. And I don't think it would affect him at all. I think he'd just like keep playing, but. um, That's why I think Michael Porter has more to prove because he also like cares a lot more too. I think he cares a lot about proving that he deserves the, that contract. I think he cares a lot about just proving that he is going to be the player that he has said he's going to be for so
2: long. You know? Sure.
0: Talk's a big game. Definitely. Um, definitely says a lot about him wanting to be an all-star about him wanting to be the best player that he possibly can be. Yeah. And that his goals, his goals are higher than, than uh, just like most improved player and things like that. So what did he, you
1: think about that quote? That was so like when it. he, you liked it.
0: Oh yeah. No, I, I like it when he, when he handles things like that. And you know, it's funny, uh, the, (laughs) the, the word, the word came out that his contract and, and the last year of his contract is partially guaranteed. A lot of those incentives and a lot of those kind of, uh, qualifiers for achieving the rest of the contract are award-based and none of them I think are most improved player. So it's pretty funny that he's like, Oh yeah, I, I, I see myself like, I want to be an all-star. Well, yeah. If he, if he's an all-star, then he gets a $5 million bonus to his contract and then he's an all-star twice, then he gets it fully guaranteed. So it it makes sense that he has that, uh, that in his head, especially at that point. But, uh, you went with MPJ on that end. I think I'm going to go with Monte. Um, I think that Monte is a good candidate for this as the the guy with the most to prove, because he has also talked a big game. He has also talked about, especially on that Thursday where he wanted to prove to everybody that he could be a starting point guard in this league. And that the only reason that he's a backup at Denver is because Jamal Murray's here and Jamal Murray's awesome. So he's got a lot to prove as well. and He has an opportunity to step up in Murray's place and, and really fill the void there
1: did he say that this media day?
0: Uh this was last Thursday.
1: Last Thursday? Cuz wasn't last year his thing that he wanted to come off the bench?
0: Uh it was or at least that he was comfortable but like it's a different scenario when your starting point guard is out. Um I think everybody understands the pecking order in Denver and I think Monte would agree with that. Um but at least for now like he gets to he gets to prove that he could he could be a starter and then he'll go back to being a bench guy and like I mean, still I continue to carve out a role.
1: Yeah. And I don't think Monte and Jamal, I think that they probably see themselves more positionless than, than necessarily competing directly with each other, because you could pull, throw a lineup out there with Monte at the one and Jamal at the two, and you know, that would be fire, you know, sure. and three. So um it could, it could very well they could be more diverse and think outside the box more than they do, but you know, they won't. So
0: um they averaged like twenty-five minutes a game last year. And and you still like a like that's that's pretty good in terms of like a just a bench player. So he's going to have an opportunity to to just go up to like 32, 33 and, and just just really lock in that starting spot.
1: Yeah, but I just think like, I don't know, he doesn't um I think as long as he plays as good as he played off the bench last year, then he will be – it will be saw, seen as a success. And I – so I don't know that I – you know, I I don't know that I necessarily think that it's so much pressure, but maybe it is.
0: Maybe it so. Is.
1: Take this down because we're betting on this, right? Or was are the bets over? <laughs> we're not uh, betting on this
0: part. <laughs> no, we're 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 yeah. We'll, we'll we'll go with the definitive ones versus ones that are like qualifiers. <laughs> um sure. yeah, I think that's the only one. Uh actually there are there are a couple that are like actual numbers going forward, but not not this next one, which is who is the nugget with the best hair?
1: Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Hands down.
0: See, i i have a i have a competitor for this.
1: Are you gonna say? Who I think
0: Zeke Nashi. Oh my gosh! I
2: can't well, believe you, don't, you said
0: that. You don't like the
2: hair? I'm not <laughs> sure he can see Ryan. I I'm not sure if the ball
1: was coming. Ball. How can he see? <laughs> that is so it's funny. it seems like it's in his face a little bit is all i'm saying and and it sounds like i'm like someone's mother over here and i hate it as much as you do but come on
0: like it is it is funny some of the pictures that he had that he took during media day where the hair was coming down over the eyes that was pretty funny it's pretty thick too like like i i can totally agree it's beautiful I think it's, hair. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't
1: know that it's conducive to the game of basketball, you know, like what girls have <laughs> hair like that too. We could wear our hair that way, but we don't because we need to see. Sure. So <laughs> but I did think I mean it looks, it's looks like nice hair. Just uh, AG though, he he styles his hair many different ways on a regular basis. He switches it up. I think I might even be doing a TikTok on the regular of every time he changes up his hair. So, because I love it every way he does it, you know, every way he has it, he, any way he wears it, it looks good.
0: I I think I, I think I prefer Fro over braids, uh, but like he, he does a great job with it all. So I'm definitely a, (laughs) definitely, definitely okay with your pick there. Um, Who is the player who needs to step up the most defensively on the team?
1: Ryan, I'm just going to be saying MPJ for everything.
0: <laughs> You've alternated between MPJ and AG so far.
1: I know. Um, Bulbul, or does it have to be a starter oh. again?
0: No, no, you can go with Bulbul. I think that's a great pick.
1: Yeah. Bulbul. He, if he could get um a few rebounds, an offensive board for me any, any day.
2: That'd be great.
0: I like that. I think that's a good pick. Um, I'm going to go with PJ uh, on this one. And he's already a good defender. But I see him as having this. I see him as having the ceiling of like one of the truly elite defenders in the NBA, Uh, just with his instincts, with his ability to read the floor, move his feet, get his hands in passing lanes, things like that. Like, I think he could absolutely be a starter in this league. And one of his pathways to doing that is to just be an all-world defender. Uh, and he's capable, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. Totally agree. Um who's your player comp for his defense? Like his uh, uh what he would potentially be able to become?
0: Man, that's it's tough because you don't see uh you don't see a lot of players his size. Like you you're more like a lot of the guard defenders are more in the the six three range, and he's all the way up at six six. But he's not quite big enough to be like a Kawhi or a Paul George or something like that. So, um,
1: you mean like muscle wise, not big enough?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like his frame just isn't going to be able to handle being like two forty or something like that. So,
1: I maybe uh, PJ getting
2: thick? I think <laughs> he could think enough? He's still pretty young.
0: Uh. That's funny. Maybe like Danny green uh, somebody who okay. has just been a great defender for a competitor uh, for a championship contender for a long time. And he's been doing that everywhere he goes. They're both about six, six. They're both going to do their best work on guards, but they they're just so smart and have a great reputation for it too. Yeah.
2: That's pretty
0: good. Uh, maybe like Lonzo ball too. Um, I hated
1: Danny green man.
0: <laughs> why? Why?
1: Because he was a great defender and he was annoying. He's kind of like a little Facundo Campazzo in Danny Green, don't
2: you think?
0: Yeah, I can see that. Just, just yeah. always get his hands and his 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 his, yeah,
2: bug the his shit out of cookie you.
0: Cookie jar every time. Every time. <sighs> I could definitely see that. Who is the opponent that you're most looking forward to see?
2: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Ooh. I think I've done a pretty good job with these questions. I think these are pretty fun.
1: These are pretty fun, Ryan. It, you know, I could have had some time to think ahead of time had you said. You questions.
0: know, I probably should have done that. That's in <laughs> retrospect. That's something I should have done. <laughs> Thanks. The Sixers, the Lakers, um uh, to go with the Warriors. No,
1: I think but, I, I mean I'm kind of excited to see. Let's see. I, I really like the Bulls. I like um I also think I would be excited to see like I mean I could go with somebody like the usual people you know but I think it's fun to watch some of the teams that they play less often and sure. how they how they get to play against them and so maybe the Hawks
2: that that one would be fun to watch um but it also is just like I'm also like aware that it's not going to be as fun until Jamal's back. You know?
0: Sure.
1: I think it's going to be fun. Like, I hope it is. I really do hope that MPJ has made this great leap. Um, I hope that he's healthy and I hope that we figure out this vaccination situation, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But I mean, I mean, I hope you know, everybody's hopeful right now, right? We're we're being optimistic. The players are not, they they're not being optimistic, they're not being hopeful, they're like absolutely we're going after a championship. Like all of them had said that. So um I'm just really excited to watch every game. But I think some of those fun ones are just like yeah the ones you don't get to see that often and I think um some of these teams are kind of changing too like the Knicks are a little bit more intriguing to me this year um you
0: know Bulls too that's a good one um DeMar DeRozan Lonzo Ball Alex Caruso the White Mamba that's uh that's great um I'm just kidding (laughs) um I think that there is only, I mean, there, there are more than one answer to this question, but I think my, my only answer that I can really come up with is Joel Embiid and the 76ers. Uh, when you think about who you want to see the Nuggets beat, that is, is always at the top of my list, given the vitriol and given the, the competition that's bred from all of these other teams and all these other fans and these players
2: Don't just hating right. on,
0: the Nic- on Nicola. Uh, it's always so fun to watch Nikola Jokic kill everybody. And, and he does it with everybody. He does it with the second best center in the NBA. He's really, really good, but not quite at Nikola Jokic's level. So, uh, he's close. Don't get me wrong. Still a top 10 player. I really like Joel Embiid. Uh, but from the perspective of Complain about everything, talking about availability, talking about running Ben Simmons out of town, uh, just doing everything they possibly can to differentiate himself from the easygoing guy that is Nikola Jokic. Uh, the Nuggets are yeah. in a situation where they are very thankful that Nikola Jokic is their guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, Joel and Nikola are 100% opposites, just like in every. Room. Crazy, isn't but- it? Nicole is so even keel and Joel is so emotional. I like both. Um, you know, you need both in, in different players and stuff, but they're often compared and often very different. They're just compared because they're both the biggest person on the floor for the team, but True. Um and they play some more style and everything. Yes, but you're feeding the... You don't want to make the Sixers fans mad, Ryan. I thought I explained that to you. <laughs> I thought I shared with you that for your mental health, stay away from Sixers fans, man. Like, you don't oh, want man. to
2: smoke because they're There's mean.
0: A, they they are. They they can definitely be very mean. I've been doing... Somebody, somebody quote tweeted one of my tweets from two years ago that was already yeah. directing hate at Sixers fans, being like, mm-hmm. hey... Uh, like I, I was saying something about, well, you can't just credit, uh, Joel Embiid and also like credit Ben Simmons in this case, when comparing Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray and things like that, I don't, I don't remember what it was about, but either way, let's move on. Next question here. Who is the opponent that you are least excited or least looking forward to seeing? What team oh. comes to mind is the team like, oh, we're playing X team. I don't feel like I need to go to Pepsi or to ball arena on that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like the Timberwolves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. They're the team that I penciled into.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They don't even have Wancho anymore. Like didn't they trade him off?
0: Yeah. They traded him to Memphis who traded him to Boston.
1: Oh, that's awesome for Wancho. Boston's perfect for him. Damn. Oh, man. Oh, man ladies in boston are about to have an experience he slayed in denver <laughs> so
0: an experience <laughs> Let's see what I mean? saying, like
1: yeah why even go to a timberwolves game if juancho's not there
0: that's so funny mean? hey they they do have anthony edwards and actually you know i'm i'm going to take them off because i i do think that the combination of Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards is exciting enough for to get me excited about this team. Um, Oklahoma City is the team in this division that we see all the time. Oh, I'm yeah, like, that's a good one. I don't need to. I don't need to deal with this. They're going to be tanking the entire time. Denver's going to play around with their food and then they're going to win in the last couple minutes of the game. And Michael Malone is going to get mad post game about a five point victory against the worst team of the league. And, and that's just like, you could see that playing out already. Like, it's just, it's just uh-huh. very clear as day.
1: It's literally I, you're like a, describing a dream I've already had or a day I've already <laughs> lived.
0: <laughs> Many oh, a times. I love it. It's uh, but hey, that's that's the the joy of, of covering the team as a media member. You get to you get to have new experiences and you get to have the same experiences. And it's great.
1: Yeah. Nuggets fans do not like experiencing that. The anxiety of sitting through we, we might lose to the, the the thunder. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then they up and down, up and down, up and down. We're winning by a lot. No, we're all all of a sudden losing. Yeah, and then win by like two in the fourth.
0: Ugh. Oh man, there was a there was a game a couple seasons ago where they were playing against Detroit, and Detroit was just they were so bad for for whatever reason like not whatever reason they had already moved or like Blake Griffin had sat down. It just wasn't exciting at all. Denver was like up up like sixty seven to thirty two at halftime or something like that. And Denver won the game by like four. <laughs> it was
1: crazy. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Oh yeah. they, they just I feel like they, I
1: remember that.
0: They don't care. They don't go and they get those big leads. It just they just don't stick. So hopefully that changes this year. That would be great. Yeah. Um two more for you here. Most points that Bones Highland will score in a game this season. And this is a good one for you and me to debate about because I think my number is going to be a much higher number than you. 29 oh okay oh wow we are we are killing it jenna that's great i love are that We in
1: sync right now <laughs> uh
0: we're we're not fully in sync i actually wasn't gonna oh. go that high but i i am pleasantly surprised jenna please elaborate
1: oh um, i think bones could get a lot of easy buckets and i see him as like an effort player too like he's not if he gets a chance to get out there he's gonna you know plays hard out, like he's going to give you everything. So I think he could probably get some. It sounds like he's getting buckets against the Nuggets. So I I'd, I'd say his chances to get, uh, have a game, a really good game against a garbage team um, is up there. If he gets in the game, this is all contentious uh, because we know for a fact he will not play (laughs) right
0: we don't we 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 believe that we don't know it for a fact come on now
1: I know okay
2: (laughs) I like it though
0: I like it though I'm gonna go 27 I actually I think I think you're even a little bit too aggressive on it but I I like the passion I like I like the excitement on that Uh, I remember last year Denver's playing Philadelphia early in the season And Joel Embiid's out, Ben Simmons is out. They're all out due to health and safety protocols. And Tyrese Maxey comes in, drops 38 points in a game where Denver didn't care at all because how could they? They were so much better than the opposing team, and they just played a very vanilla defense that it didn't really matter, and they still won by 15. Uh, But Tyrese Maxey scored like 38, 39, and it could always happen to anybody. So Bones, if he gets in there and he, he gets an opportunity, gets hot a little bit, I can see 27. That's about as high as I can see, but uh, I think it probably happens, don't you?
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Final one here. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to do it for Michael Porter Jr. Most points, Michael Porter Jr. will score in a game this season. Hmm.
2: Mm. I want to say... Well, we already had the 41, so we assumed he was going to score 40.
0: Oh, yeah. I think his career high is 37 or 39. Yeah. One of the two. Um, I
2: don't know. I guess I could see him scoring like 42.
0: Interesting. Okay. Pretty, Why? pretty, pretty low, Jenna. I think, uh, <laughs> I think he might go higher than that.
1: Really? I just think oh, yeah. that, I, I hope that he is more focused on, I mean, a 42, 42 in like points is awesome. I, I want him to focus on, okay, 42 is pretty good. It should be good enough to support my team on the offense, side of the ball. And um, can I get like some seven rebounds in there? You know, 42 <laughs> and seven.
0: As opposed to 42 and three.
1: I would prefer the seven rebounds to the like 50, whatever points you're going (laughs) to predict.
0: I am definitely predicting a 50 number and it's going to be great. I am. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I have him at 52 points. Okay. I think that he is like, we we've seen clay Thompson do this before for the warriors where had the 60 point game in 29 minutes had a game where he dropped 60 uh, against uh, Chicago and dropped like 14 threes or something like, or 12 threes or something like that. Um, They always have, when you, when you have a shooter like that, when you have somebody who just gets hot as often as he does, if Michael Porter gets hot and he just rips off 15 threes uh, attempted and then makes 10 of them, like, I can definitely see him using that and then leveraging it to to get to the foul line, to get a one step in dribble jumper from the mid range and maybe get some back cuts. Like I, I really do think that if, if he gets a game where he gets it all going and like, I think that Jokic will be more than willing, especially if he's carrying a heavy load to just feed him the ball, to treat him like Jamal in a lot of cases and just get Porter into positions where he's going to score. Yeah, I can see it
1: happening. I just just you know, I think
0: forty-two is good. It is good. Hey, let me let me rephrase 42 would be great. If he if he put a 40 like five times, that would be awesome. That would be great. Right. And you just want to see him like you want to see him raise the average and and raise the baseline a little bit. So this yeah. is more of just a ceiling thing. And I yeah. thought it was funny. Kevin Durant's only scored 50 like five times in his career.
2: Yeah.
1: I heard that once
0: before and I was also surprised. Just kind of nuts like you, you you could be a very consistent scorer and a very elite scorer, but not get the the ceiling stuff because what you're doing within your opportunities is just so effective.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so it's it's a fascinating discussion. Um, but that's the only thing that I have. That's that's the last uh superlative that I have. Do you have any uh any other ones that you that you thought of that you'd want to throw out there for a bet?
2: Hmm.
1: I didn't think of one, but I, I, I'm wondering, would you rather have a guy who doesn't hit the peaks like Kevin Durant consistently high? Like he probably has a bunch of 40 point games, doesn't have many 50 points, or would you rather have a guy like Devin Booker who score hits those peaks, but then has less consistently high scoring games?
0: Oh, I think. I'm this way, and I think every coach would say the same, that you want to be able to rely upon a player that can give you 25 to 35 a night. Like, if you can do that and, and just ensure that that is always going to be there, you can build your entire game plan around that and not worry about a damn thing. Like, everything else, everything else takes care of itself. But if you have a player that could give you 50 and then also give you 10 the next night, that's uh, that's a little bit harder to game plan for consistently. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely, which is why I hope my supporter only scores 42 and gives me <laughs> seven rebounds.
0: <laughs> well, I'm hoping he scores 52 and then also scores 50, 48, 46. We're <laughs> just going to get him all gonna those have high a lot totals. of
2: opportunities.
0: I I think so too. It should be a lot of fun. Well, Hey, Jenny, you've been awesome on this podcast. It's been great to talk to you again on this. Uh, I know everybody loves hearing you uh, just, just uh, sharing your perspective, sharing the, the excitement level for this season. It should be a lot of fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to the year.
1: Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be a really fun year. I think that something needs to be done so that we can watch nuggets games on television But yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun year. So figure out how you can stream these games, people, because you don't want to miss. I think, I mean, one of the most exciting years for Denver, for sure. We finally have like the buy in of uh, like people who actually matter, people who actually make decisions, people who actually spend money. You know, Uh, with these contracts signed over this offseason, it's pretty exciting to see where Denver's going.
0: It is going to be great. Uh, the day that Jamal Murray comes back is going to be,
1: oh my gosh, celebrated. I need to think of a name, yeah, it needs a hashtag.
0: Uh, yeah, Murray Day, something like that. Um, I yeah, Jamal returns. Something <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Where it's going to be good.
2: The um, resurrection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murray, aka Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> should be good. Uh, Jenny, you've been awesome. Thank you so much for hopping on and for everybody else that is going to do it for this episode of pickaxe and roll. Uh, I have two very special guests who I have lined up for Monday's episode. They're the two newest members of the Denver stiffs team. So really excited to be able to bring those guys on should be a lot of fun. Everybody. Thank you so much. Make sure to use promo code MHS when you sign up for DraftKings, um, And if you, if you do make sure to just let me know that you did. Um, and we'll we'll just we're gonna get ready for this season first preseason game on monday gonna be covering it with asher and with peter should be a lot of fun thank you so much everybody for tuning in it's it's gonna be great i'm I'm really looking forward to it thank you so much everybody for tuning in we'll talk to you guys next week